0: Hello, and welcome into another episode of the Saving Grace Outreach Podcast. Today we are going to be discussing the shocking video that shows two young girls collecting tips on stage at a Miami drag nightclub. All of that and more coming up on the Saving Grace Outreach Podcast. Welcome into the Saving Grace Outreach Podcast. My name is Logan. I am here to guide you through. Today we are going to be talking about a a shocking video. It came out last week, and uh, it might have been at the bottom of your news feed. More than likely, a lot of you might not have even heard of this story. But it took place in Miami, Florida, at a South Beach drag club. It's a popular LGBTQ nightclub, and the video shows two young children being led around on stage at this drag club uh, doing various poses and various things and receiving tips from the audience, being encouraged by the adults at the nightclub to, to go get the tips, to pick up the money. To, to do various poses. Uh, the video came out from a Miss Angela Stanton King. She posted it on her Instagram account last week. Uh, that video was picked up by The Blaze, and that story has went viral. Now in the video, the two preteen children walk beside a man dressed as a woman who tells the pair to pose for the audience and collect tips. Now, in a second video that King posted, she described the experience and she provided her commentary uh, about the incident that occurred at the Palace, a popular South Beach nightclub. Uh, I would say, I mean, I highly encourage you, if you haven't seen this, I mean, I, I can't really say I guess that I highly encourage you to seek out the video because the video is truly sickening. Um, but it will provide more context to the story, I guess, maybe if you're not fully grasping what I'm describing to you here. Uh, I will warn you, though, I, I did see the video. The video is full um, of expletives. It is a, a very profane video, um, so maybe even listen to it on mute. <laughs> but I, I wanted to bring this story up because it's so... Disturbing. It's so disturbing to, to hear this story and to see this story play out. And this is something that we've been seeing for a long time. And that is the exploitation and sexual sexualization, sexualization, excuse me, of children. We have been seeing this taking place in our culture really for the last 20 years, but it has definitely ramped up within the last five to eight years. We are making children sexual and sexual objects. And it is truly sickening to see. We've seen it with the rise in these drag queen story hours that are taking place within schools. Child pornography online is becoming a much greater issue. Child pornography is beginning to be increased. As all pornography is beginning to be increased online, so is child pornography. And that's that's an issue that's been taking place right now um, in the news is, is back and forth. People are trying to get Pornhub shut down because they are showing explicit material with children, with trafficked minors, and they are putting that material on their website and profiting off of it. These pornographic websites are profiting off of child trafficking. And this is no different. What is taking place here? Taking young children who do not have the mental capacity to be able to consent, and you are parading them, Around a a, a drag nightclub exploiting them for their bodies in order to receive money. This is sickening. This is sickening to watch. And what just happened in Miami is no different than trafficking. Yes, there are differences for those that just gasped, for those that are now going to try to get technical. But at the core of trafficking and what just took place in this Miami bar is the exploitation and sexualization of children for money and profit and gain. You think these children aren't going to be scarred for the rest of their lives? This is going to scar them. Now, it's obvious that these children do not have proper parents. If their parents are perverted enough to consent to the exploitation of their children for money, it's obvious that their parents lack any morality are perverted in their vision of parenting. They don't deserve to have these children. These children need to be taken into child protective custody. So if the parents have a perverted view of morality and find this to be okay, that is going to rub off on the children. So yeah, you can say the children aren't going to be scarred because uh, they like this. You know, they enjoy doing this. It will scar their morality. Sin scars morality. All sin scars morality. And as Paul writes in the Corinthians, sexual sin goes much deeper than the flesh. Sexual sin is, without a doubt, one of, if not the most harmful, destructive, and scarring sins. And that's what you're exposing these little children to? That's what we're going to exploit them for? Is for some singles? And this just shows a... A denigration of society. And I I, I I always want to stay on the optimistic side and say that we can improve our society and that we can make it better. And in my heart of hearts, I believe that through use Through spreading the message of the gospel, we can change America. We can change our morally denigrating world. But we have a very, very tall task ahead of us. It will involve more than just a small group of christians to make some noise it is going to have to involve the entire church making noise it is going to have to to focus the entire church on making noise and trying to create a more moral society, we must have a set goal. And this can't just be a certain denomination that takes a stand. This can't just be a certain group of people that take the stand. It has to be Christians across all denominations. As a Baptist, I need to unite with my Calvinist brother, my Lutheran brother, my Methodist brother. We need to unite. Because at the end of the day, even though we might disagree, we do disagree on certain issues. We disagree and we come to friction on certain issues. But at the end of the day, a common goal of ours should be to glorify God. And a common Goal of ours should be to be obedient and submissive to God. And when we are obedient and submissive to God, we glorify him. That should be our common goal. That should not be something of contention between denominations. This is something that all denominations have to unite on and have to say, we are standing up for morality. We are standing up for what the Word of God says. And we are going to spread that gospel message. We have to. If we fail, if we don't unite, then there will only be single voices like myself Speaking out against the denigration of our society. It will only be a denomination speaking out against it. It will only be a few churches that decide to rise up and say enough's enough. We are going to stand on the word of God. And those people will make an impact but they will not stop our denigration of our society. They will not stop it. They will be a commentary against it. They will be A voice that those that disagree with what's happening will listen to. But if you listen to that voice, if you listen to that leader, if you listen to that denomination, that body, you agree with it. You root for it. You say you go. But you provide no support. You have done nothing. And by doing nothing, you might as well be taking a part in the destruction of our morals. You might as well take a stand and join in. This story is extremely disturbing, in and of itself, the exploitation of these two children. It is extremely concerning, disgusting, and sickening. But, it's also a larger representation of the direction of our society. And it is, once again, another story That is a result of the exploitation and sexualization of children over the past five to ten years. It will only get worse unless we take a stand and say enough's enough. We have... To stand up and call out this moral evil, this disgusting act that is taking place within our society. We must condemn it with fire and brimstone condemnation. So that those that think like this, so that those that would want to exploit their children... That want to sexualize children. Know. That they will be faced. With severe backlash. This should be made. Taboo in our society. And it starts. With protecting your own children. And I talked about this. A few weeks ago. When I was discussing little Nas X. And his Satan shoes. And the disgusting song that he created. We have to start by protecting our own children. You have to protect your own children. And part of that is being strict. And you want to know what? Being a hawk watching over what they are doing online, what sites they are on, who they are engaging with, what content they are watching, what content they are listening to. We have to be hawks with our children online. Because ebel is out there. It ...is lurking and it is prevalent online. And just like Little Nas X... ...Little Nas X marketed to children. He was on Blue's Clues. He was on children's shows. He was marketing to children. He was performing at elementary schools... ...for children. And then he releases... His pornographic and sexually explicit song with Satan in it. Marketed to children. We have to be hawks. We have to watch what our children are doing online. Who they are engaging with. What content they are watching. And listening to. What they are looking at. Who they are friends with. We have to be a hawk. And we also have to be the judge and lay out very clearly what the consequences are if they are found engaging in something so perverse and disgusting. Lay out the consequences, make them severe. And then, God forbid, but if it does happen, that they have fallen into something like this, and it is possible, and in today's society it can happen to anyone, to fall in to pornography, to fall in to the corruption of morals, the absolute wasteland that is the internet or social media, it is possible for them to fall in. And anymore, I almost say, to a degree, it is likely. But if and when they do, follow through. Discipline them. And do it quickly... I hate to say it severely, within a realm of reason, obviously, because the issues that we deal with, and that can be found online, concerning pornography, just the general corruption of morality, it can and will become addictive. Sin is addictive. And when it comes to the internet, that sin is addictive. It can be free and easily accessible. You have to knock them back on the right course as soon as possible and as ...as swiftly as possible. It might seem severe. It might seem overblown. They have to learn to flee from it fast. Because I can tell you... ...once you are hooked... It can take a lifetime to free yourself from the chains and the bonds that sin place on you. Anyone, anyone, and I'm telling you online, the moral wasteland that is the internet is addicting. Many people have suffered with addiction. And anyone that does can tell you that it is the hardest thing to break. It is the hardest thing to overcome in their lives. So why would you want your child to have to go through that? When if you just act like a responsible parent, nip it in the bud, Show them the tough love. Show them the discipline now so that they do not have to experience the pain later. We have to take a stand and we have to fight for morality. Hope that you enjoyed this latest edition of the Saving Grace Outreach Podcast. Uh, Just thank you for being here. My name is Logan. God bless. Have a nice day. Want more content from Saving Grace Outreach? Be sure to go to our website to see our devotionals and apologetics articles. Also, be sure to check out our podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Also, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. And finally, check us out on Instagram and give us a like and a follow. This has been the Saving Grace Outreach Podcast, a presentation from Saving Grace Outreach.